and welcome once again to Life Lessons with an Inebriated Psychic. I will be your guide to all things metaphysical. So, why is my podcast late for the second week in a row? Well, I'm going to give you the easy answer. It's because Mercury is in retrograde. Now, what does it mean when people talk about, ah, Mercury's in retrograde? Uh, Well, what it means basically is that Mercury when we're looking at it from Earth, slows down, appears to stop, and then appears to be moving backwards. And while it's not actually moving backwards, that's how it looks based on our vision of it from the Earth. And when that starts to happen, a lot of delays, misunderstandings, miscommunications begin to happen. So if you're having one of those times in your life where you're not getting along with someone, Mercury in retrograde is not the time to have it out. It's the time to sit quietly. It's the time to hold your peace. It's the time to wait until the opportunity arises for you to have a conversation. Because right now, Mercury in retrograde means any conversation you have, people are gonna misinterpret it wrong. You're not gonna communicate it the way you need to. And it can potentially just cause a bigger blow up than is actually necessary. So everybody hold the phone. Don't go ahead and make any big decisions until we are out of retrograde and back into the normal flow of things. So Mercury in retrograde is something that we hear and it's kind of a catch-all phrase. Uh, so what it, what it actually means is that what happens during Mercury in retrograde. There'll be delays. People and ideas will return to sender. So like if you've had an idea or you've had an old friendship and something went wrong, they'll show up again and it's time to try and iron things out, but you're better off waiting. Uh, It means integrating all of those feelings that you've been going through. It's about looking for the resolution in a problem and and knowing when the right time is to actually do something substantive about it. You know, it's it's very much a stop what you're doing, get a journal, sit down and reflect on what's going on in your life and why you're feeling out of sync. So for me, the way it works is this. So Mercury's going straight. And then it starts to slow down. When it starts to slow down is usually when the beginnings of misunderstandings start. And because you don't recognize we're headed into a Mercury retrograde, you continue trying to state your case and it keeps getting misinterpreted. It's a a really common thing that during that period coming up to Mercury in retrograde, What you're saying is going to be taken out of context and presented to somebody else in a totally different way than you intended it. And they're going to misinterpret it as well. So it's like a game of telephone. So everything communicative goes wrong. So Mercury is known as the messenger of the astrological charts. It's when messengers are delivered. Uh, you know, when Mercury's going well, so is everything else. But when Mercury goes into retrograde, man, everything gets warped. Everything. Like, 
there's a reason Mercury is in retrograde and all of Facebook's little apps all went down at once. Like communication at this time, things are going to go wrong. Uh, they recommend not signing contracts during this time because there's usually something not very in alignment with things when you sign a contract during Mercury retrograde. You'll usually regret it. Something will not will not be right about that contract. Computers go on the fritz. Phones go on the fritz. You want to make sure you put away all of your files so you don't lose them because things get lost in Mercury retrograde. Like you'll put it down and it won't be there the next minute. There will be a lot of issues during Mercury in retrograde. Now this particular Mercury in retrograde is also during the time of the new moon. Yay! So the new moon is a really good time to clear out this energy. And of course, we're starting to get back to the end of Mercury in retrograde and we're starting to go back to normal. So the timing of it couldn't be better to do some kind of ritual in order to let go of all the misunderstandings, all the hurt you're suffering, all of the things that because Mercury in retrograde have been highlighted, you're now ready to kind of let go of. So what kind of ritual can you do in regards to the new moon and Mercury in retrograde? Well, first of all, Mercury in retrograde can bring a lot of stuff up, a lot of patterns from the past that you need to resolve. So you want to understand that what you're gonna go through is gonna be an emotional process. It could mean the end of some friendships, but if those friendships do not hold the value they once did, or if somebody is unwilling to recognize you for who you really are because it suits their purpose to ignore that, then you're probably better off without that friendship. So what you need to do at this time is be prepared for the emotional process that's at work. Because what's happened in retrograde is all of those underneath feelings that other people have, that you have, will have bubbled to the top and you're now facing them. And some of those feelings are not so nice. And some of those feelings, when you look at them, you're like, oh my God, I had no idea. But this is your chance to really clear it out and leave you feeling fresh and ready to move forward in your life and ready to embrace the positive things that are headed your way. And there's only one way to do that. So for me, the best way to do that is to write out everything I'm feeling. So if I have a friend who I'm not getting along with, I will write out a really long text in my notes and I'll hold on to it because I know sending it right now is just going to blow everything up. And while Mercury's in retrograde and I kind of want to blow everything up because emotional, I do know better because I'm who I am and because I recognize Mercury's in retrograde and that means that I'm going to say the wrong thing and I'm really going to hurt someone and it is never my intention. No matter how badly I'm treated, I will not want to hurt you just for the hell of it, but I will choose to walk away and that's where I'm up to. So what I've done is I write it out. I will write out a five page essay. I will write out more notes than you've ever seen in your life because I am processing and this is how I process. 
I can't say it directly to your face right now because I know Mercury's in retrograde and that communication is not as open as it needs to be in order for you to actually hear what I'm saying. So I'm not going to do that, but I am going to write it out and I'm going to try and release it in any other way. And when I do communicate with you, I'm going to keep it short, sharp, to the point, and I'm going to try not to hurt you in any way when I do it because Mercury's in retrograde and people get hurt easily at this time. So your one-line response could really dig someone deep when your intention is just to be okay with it. And normally you would be okay with it, but Mercury's in retrograde, so we're all taking everything personally. So go ahead and write it out. For me personally, when I've written it out on paper, I like to burn it. I like to send it back to the ethers that way. You can also just bury it in the backyard. Now I live in Vegas. Burying things in my backyard is not an easy fix. Like literally, it's solid rock. So for me, I will burn it and then the ashes can go outside or the ashes can go down the toilet, whichever you choose. I like to flush away my problems and that's just one of the ways I handle it. And you know, it's all about the intent anyways. It's about the intention of letting it go. It's about the intention of separating yourself from these problems and moving on. So for me, that's how I'm going to do it. Um, during a waxing crescent moon, which is where we're at actually right now, because last night was the new moon and today is going to be the waxing crescent moon. During this time, it is a great time to set letters of intention. So what you do with a letter of intention is you're going to write out what it is you want from your life. Which way do you want to go? Now Mercury's still in retrograde, so I'm going to warn you, be very clear about what you want. If you say, I want a new job, be aware that with Mercury in retrograde, if you don't spell out what that new job is, it could be worse than the one you're leaving. We want to manifest things positively. In order to do so, be as specific as you can. I want, I want a new job where I will be happy, where I will have X amount of money coming in, where my schedule will work for my family. Be as clear as you can. Try to leave nothing to chance because you are setting an intention and when you set an intention properly, when you really are trying to manifest the, the positive, that is the best way to do it. Make sure you know what you want before you start because a lot of people will say, oh, well, I want this or I want that. And when they actually get it, it's that whole adage, be careful what you wish for because when it turns up, it's not exactly the way they wanted it to come. So again, Mercury in retrograde, we need to be as clear as we possibly can. We need to be very aware that our communication could be taken the wrong way. And if we are trying to manifest during this time, we really need to know that that manifestation is going to be what we're wanting from it. So a green candle, of course, for a new job is a good thing because we're attracting money, we're attracting wealth. You want basil oils or some basil to actually sprinkle on. Now, never leave a candle burning with oils or a sprinkle of basil on it because you don't know if it's going to set on fire and float somewhere. You have to pay attention. No one's telling you to just leave a candle burning at home 
without proper supervision because that is silly. So if you don't have time to do the whole spell and be there present for it, don't start it until the right time because we do not want to see that happen. And again, you don't want to get a new house because you burned the old one down. You see how Mercury and retrograde can affect you? That's legit. Like what you have to be careful of is the fact that you put on there, I want a beautiful new house with three bedrooms, two bathrooms, a swimming pool, blah, blah, blah. And what you got out of it was your actual house burning to the ground and then you had to rebuild. It's not exactly gonna be an easy process. So let's make sure if we're gonna manifest, we're gonna be careful, first of all, of how we say it, and even more careful how we do it. So again, if you're gonna do candle magic, make sure you are going to be present for the candle magic because it is never a good idea to leave candles burning. And we do not want to manifest anything that way. Okay, and then um, the other thing that I would suggest at this time is to work with a white candle. So why a white candle? Well, white candles are purity, they attract spirit. There's a long time ago when I first started doing readings and things, I always used to light a candle when I would start a real candle, not an electric candle. And there's a reason for that. I read that spirit can literally see a flame of a candle better than they can see the electric lights. Now, I'm not convinced that's a reality but I do like the ritual of it and I do like the energy of a candle and I like that when I look into a candle's flame I can see things I once was sat at a home and I was doing a meditation and I legit sat there on the on the chair and I was staring into this candle and watching the flickers and watching it dance and it's so beautiful if you've never meditated looking at a candle, I highly recommend it. You don't need music. You don't need anything other than quiet and just light a candle and watch it burn. With this candle, this white candle, I went so deep into meditation. I was on the other side and talking to my nan, my nan who passed away when I was like nine years old. She was right there in front of me and we very much just walked together on the other side through fields and we were just talking and it was the deepest soulful connection to her that I've had since she came to me in school when she passed away. I suppose I better explain that one. So when I was nine and I was in school, my nan was very ill. And on a Thursday, I never used to use the bathrooms at school because it gross. On the Thursday around two o'clock in the afternoon, I suddenly needed to go to the bathroom. And I didn't usually go to the bathroom at school. So I went to the bathroom. And as I walked in, in the corner of the room by where I presume the water heater was because there was a cupboard there, my nan was there and she was hovering about two to three feet off the ground. Remember, I would only be nine years old. I wasn't like, you know, an old kid at that time. But there's my nan hovering in the bathroom. 
and I looked at her and she said Michelle I'm going now and my pain is gone and I'm with your granddad and I was like but you're okay and she says I'm better than I've ever been and then she was gone and I went back to class never used the actual bathroom I obviously was only being called there so that she could have this conversation with me I went back to class I sat down and I turned to my best friend and I said my nuns died and she's like what and I said well she just never mind you can't really explain that when you're a kid and as we left the school my sister and I we were walking towards where my mom always picked us up and we'd been warned because my nan was in hospital that we may end up walking all the way home and I turned to my sister and I said listen nan's died so when mom tells you stay strong because she's okay she's happy she's okay now she's not in pain anymore and my sister looked at me like I was crazy and said you can't possibly know that and she got kind of annoyed at me and we got in the car and my mom and dad were in the car and my mom turned around and she says listen girls I've got something to tell you your nan has passed away she died today and I was okay because emotionally for me I like knew with certainty that nan might not be there in her body but there she was I just sent her she was fine and she was happier than she'd been in years and she wasn't in pain anymore so I was like well she's not in pain anymore <laughs> little nine-year-old me trying to make things better and my mother was furious I thought you loved your nan how can you not be upset well I was upset I was gonna miss her but I also knew that she wasn't hurting anymore and she was she was okay now so it's and it's hard when somebody doesn't understand your gifts and doesn't understand the peace that it can bring but I was still gonna mourn my nan but I was processing in a very different way to people who don't see things the way I do and I think that's a big thing is with communication especially when we're communicating with the other side there can be confusions and misunderstandings and people take things the wrong way the thing is with readings with doing psychic readings you always want everybody to be as open as possible to receiving we want to know when we sit with you that you're going to be open to the message that we're getting and not everybody can be because they're grieving in their own time, in their own process. So for me right now, yeah, I've started working out of a place called Tribe With Roots and I'm gonna be doing psychic readings there. I'm kind of okay that I don't have appointments until retrograde is over. And then the appointments can pick up and we will not have any miscommunications because we will have Mercury doing what it's supposed to do and delivering messages the way it's supposed to deliver messages. And I will be doing everything I need to make sure that those messages come through clearly. I always like to have at least one thing that's very specific that you can't just confuse with anybody's grandma. Like, just depends on what that is with your family and what your traditions are. But 
it's very important during mercury and retrograde when people say it and they're like laughing it off to recognize that the reason these things become superstitions the reason friday the 13th becomes a superstition is because things do actually happen more frequently on these days than they do on other days and it's always a good idea while i'm all about the you know old wives tales oh my god roll your eyes we have to understand at some point all of these things had a basis that they came from so it would be a matter of coincidence a b c d e f g turned around and made us think that this particular day might be the problem and we just have to learn to adjust our behavior during those times now i'm going to tell you another funny thing that i learned recently the reason we knock on wood for luck is because it calls the wood nymphs and they will bring us good luck I didn't know that's why we knock on wood, but I used to do it as a child all the time. Like it was legit one of the things. If there was ever wood anywhere, I would be knocking on it. And I was absolutely anal about not stepping on any cracks to break my mother's back. Now I'm pretty sure that one isn't exactly true, but I'm very superstitious in a lot of ways. And I kind of love that about me because it means that I'm very mindful. With that said, y'all should check out my website, www.lipsy.com. I'm sure it's up and running fine because Mercury is nearly out of retrograde and everything is going to go back to normal here soon. And I look forward to interacting with you soon. And if you ever want to make a appointment with me an appointment for a psychic reading by all means reach out again through lipsy there is a email address and then i will put you in contact with the tribe office and you can go ahead and get scheduled for your appointment anyways i am wishing you all a very peaceful transition back to mercury going the right way and i hope that mercury retrograde has not ruined too many of your plans.